Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Out of Point Podcast. Hi Marcus, how are you doing? Okay, pretty good. Okay, that's good to hear I guess. Pretty chill. Today we're talking about a slightly heavier topic, right? We're talking about mental health. I want to find out how we understand mental health, how it relates to physical health conditions and other related topics like sleep deprivation, how it affects us in the workplace and how we can get better. Yeah. We're just exploring the idea of mental health in Singapore. Mm-hmm. So what, what, what do you think about mental health and like mental health awareness in Singapore? I've noticed that there are a lot of these posters. The, the one featuring someone looking very sad and getting comforted or something. The posters are different here and there, but I see that at the bus stop, at the MRT station as well. Okay to each other, right? Yeah, I went to search it up on the Health Promotion Board website. So it's a national mental well-being campaign uh, called It's Okay to Reach Out. And it's launched to raise awareness on the importance of mental well-being. So do you think, it's, do you think that this, this, this like campaign is effective so far? I think it's quite useful because there's a government intervention or there's an intervention from the government that, that shows that they are investing money in advertisements, investing money in messaging to tell people that it's okay, I guess. Yeah. I guess it's a, because you don't interact with advertisements, like on a social level, you interact with it individually as in, so I see the advertisement, but I guess I, I do get reassured or comforted by the advertisement as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It shows, it shows like, okay, the government is, if the government, if like a, a stat board is saying this, like, yeah, it's okay to reach out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess I appreciate the commitment to advertising about it because, because the government is spending budget on it. So, uh, yeah. I guess that's an indication that they care about it also. So the campaign aims to normalize conversations around mental well-being and the importance towards healthy living. A question that I had was if we thought that conversations around mental well-being are more normalized nowadays. If they are more normalized. Yeah, are, are conversations around mental well-being more normalized? I would say yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? I think among our generation, I can talk to friends about mental wellness, but Maybe to some other people, like let's say I won't relate to my parents in a similar in a similar way. I, I wouldn't have normalized conversations about mental well being around my parents. But maybe to why, friends why or because I feel that there's a generational thing to a certain extent. I know that's not really explaining the point. I think the point is in the past uh, the mentality was to toughen up and that mental health conditions weren't as legitimate as they are today or unrecognized as legitimately as they are today. Okay. So you don't think your parents will be able to understand? Mm, to a certain extent. Uh, because uh, from what I've heard, for example, when uh, my dad's talking about his uh, NS experience, it's quite different from how he coped with stress versus how stress is being managed nowadays. Interesting. Do you think that the current generation is weaker, like mentally weaker? You know hmm. how they say like strawberry generation. Right? Ooh. You think uh, do you think that, that that it's because we are weaker mentally, that's why we are more that's more open to talk about mental health issues. Mm. Oh wait, is that is that is it a valid question to ask? No, I think it's a valid question, but I'd like to point out the observation that I think the circumstances have changed also in the sense that we might be under a lot more stress than like fifty years ago, for example. So, how so? I think like the pressure academically to succeed or that we have to maintain some kind of generational wealth or uh, like pressure to do well, like those are pretty heavy. 
so those make things more difficult nowadays i guess now or like i guess even the demand to to do well whereas in jc biology last time you could dissect a frog or observe about observe species in a zoo uh, nowadays they're quite they've revised the syllabus to focus on microbiology and very very niche and detailed topics which makes things more difficult so i guess so there's a whole shift towards a more difficult life in general in my opinion but hasn't there always been a demand to do well, like a, a, a pressure to do well in Singapore society? Mm, actually, that's true. So I'm not sure if it's especially harder now, right? I guess. I mean, I, I do feel that, that it's harder now. Mm. But yeah, I mean, I think every, mm. every generation has their own set of difficulties. Mm-hmm. Our generation, right, we have to deal with uh, social media. Yeah, I was going to say and, that. And the information age so i think that 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 itself brings a lot of stress on the people so i don't know does it i mean because because we can't say that that we have it harder now that means we just invalidate like the difficulties that yeah that's that's true yeah we don't want to invalidate i I think the difficulties yeah i'm pretty sure they have they have like difficulties that 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 then the people like in the past generations that have mental health problems also right Mm -hmm. so yeah I'm just, I'm just asking like, are we, are we actually like strawberry generation? Mm, I think the difficulties are just presented differently. So as you mentioned about social media, I was going to mention how technology also presents new challenges, make, makes us feel more isolated. So this isolation is more intense than it was in the previous generation because it's exacerbated by social media. Mm-hmm. So those challenges present themselves differently. So I guess the expression of those challenges makes it different, how we manage stress differently also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, not to invalidate the stresses of the previous generation also, or previous generations, but I guess the challenges now and today are different in a way that, and they affect us in a different way also mentally, I guess. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that if you were born like, 20, 30 years ago. Uh, will you find life easier? Things have been easier. I, I'm tempted to say yes, but I think that's not the case. I'm tempted to say yes because the grass is always greener on the other side. Mm. I, I, I would say no, actually. Mm-hmm. I think it's harder to live. 20 oh, 20 to 30 years ago. Yeah. I, imagine like you are... Okay, I mean, I guess it's different for everybody, but like, imagine like... 20, 30 years ago, Singapore is 19, it's 1980s. Oh, now it's 90s because we're in 2020s now, yeah, I guess. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's oh. not that far off. Okay. But just imagine like without internet, without without access to all this information, mm-hmm. then you have to... Hmm. I guess it's like, when I say harder, it means like convenience. So like like a lot of the things that we take for granted today, like like the internet, the ease of information, it's way it's way harder. Access, than, than the access of information. Yeah, but then again, it could be also be a blessing in disguise because like if you if you grew up without it, then you wouldn't notice it, right? Mm, yeah, I, and I'm only thinking very strictly in terms of an MOE syllabus requirements being easier oh, in the yeah. past than they are now. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So if you let's say you were to travel back in time, you will be you'll find it a lot easier to like, I guess. You find it a lot easier because the syllabus is not that hard, right? I don't know. I guess it's with respect to the academic or like the education system, I think there's always an exceedingly high pressure to do well. So MOE sets difficult papers. 
which the students do well at. And then they set even harder papers, which more students work harder to do well at. And then it gets it keeps getting harder and harder, I guess. At least that's what I heard from a PSRE trend, I guess. Mm. I mean, I mean, I understand that that our education system has to get like has to change, has to evolve. Mm -hmm. And like part of that means getting a bit harder. Like, because like, you know, as we advance as a society, like we get smarter. Yeah. Like people get smarter over time. Mm -hmm. there's more information and everything so we have to like evolve appropriately mm -hmm. yeah so like that's i think it's just normal growth mm. yeah but so you're saying that 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 contributes to to uh you know the younger generation being so-called like more more affected by 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 these issues uh like the stress and everything so that's why they they, they results in, in yeah uh, and to specify in terms of the education system part i think moe thinks that people can do well because people are working are consistently doing well at PSR, even though they've been making the papers harder so they think it's okay to make the papers harder so that they can di differentiate more between the best students and the like the middle tier students that kind of thing because of meritocracy etc so it, it makes it very difficult to uh like regulate, I guess. Hmm. Okay. Shall we go back to the question? Do we think conversations around mental well-being are normalized today? Uh, so yeah, we were asking that question, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I see. Yes, I see. I see. It's normalized. Mm -hmm. Like you can talk about to your friends about it. Yeah. Yeah, as in, I find it no issue to, to talk. It's like, but I guess like, like sometimes it's, it's a personal thing, mm -hmm. you know. Okay, but that's just the point. Like, yeah, if, if I were to talk to my friends about it, it'd be okay. A personal thing as in, there's a... Like, sometimes you don't want to share. Like, oh, okay, yeah. Or there's an internalized fear, is it? At least it's for me, I think. Internalized fear, like, as in, why, why I wouldn't want to share like, some people? Yeah, that... There's a there's an unspoken I mean, rule about I feel it, like yeah. you don't have to share everything about your life with other mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. For me, like like it's not because like, I'm afraid like uh, okay. uh no it's more it's more like you know, like no like this is my, my personal like issues like like mm. you're probably like I wouldn't share it with just anybody you know? mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean like yeah, I, I it's 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 a separate thing from issue like, it's like because like you it's not about for me, normalizing is not about like, oh, you just go out and share all mental health, like you talk about your own personal struggles with other people. Mm -hmm. But like as a topic on its own, like it's okay to talk about it. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's a yeah. good point to raise about yeah, your, your own personal mental health, right? Like you don't have to like share with everybody, you know, that, mm -hmm. in my opinion, that's not really called normalizing it. Yeah. Because now, now, nowadays, like, like, like people talk, talk about their mental health quite openly on, online. Mm -hmm. I feel, I, I don't know whether that's the case, but like, People will say like, oh, like you know, you know, like the memes, like oh, just kill me now, <laughs> or, like like those 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 Gen Z memes about suicide, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. It's it's kind of yeah. Is that being open about mental health? I know I'm not sure. Like I, in a sense, it is uh, but yeah, it's just a very Gen Z way. Yeah, it is a very Gen Z. Way. Yeah, it's a yeah. So I guess it's but like on a serious note, like I wouldn't talk to my. Like it depends. I have to choose who who I who I choose to talk about my mental health issues with. Like, like I say, like I'm struggling with certain things, right? And I want to talk to somebody about it. I want to like 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 talk about my stress. I wouldn't just go ahead and ask like like anybody, you know. 
it's just for our own, own like, like yeah yeah so I guess you know, it's the definition of being normalized to sort of yeah. yeah but definitely like as a topic on its own like let's say even for people I'm not that close with like, I can ask them well, what do you think about mental health in Singapore I feel it's okay mm. yeah like it's not like a taboo topic in any sense yeah in my opinion uh. I guess the the advertise the advertisements help also right the it's okay to reach out campaign because for uh, yeah, I think it does yeah, yeah they people. definitely help uh. but I feel yeah. like I was I was, it was already quite quite okay to talk about mental health mm. but that's maybe just as me like I, I I'm okay to talk about this kind of thing so mm. I'm not sure if like in general you know people are okay with it mm. in relation to the campaign have you heard about Mind SG? Oh, okay. Well, I heard, well, I saw some advertisements about it on my Instagram as well. So, MindSG is a, a portal that is uh, um, by HPB, I think. And it pulls together some resources that people can access in case they're lo- looking to support their mental well-being or their friends as well. Yeah. So, I guess there are also more resources available. More resources available. Yeah, but I guess if we didn't know about it, then it might not be reaching its target. As in, as in the, the reach isn't as wide as I expected it was. Right? Maybe it will reach those people who are looking for such resources. Yeah. Mm. Or maybe right. the the pilot version, is, as in, I heard it's still a pilot version, so mm, okay. uh, it might not be it might not be so widespread, I guess. So on the topic of whether there's like stigma, in reaching out for mental health resources. Do you think there's any such stigma that exists? Yeah, definitely. definitely. So conversations can be normalized, but the stigma is like still there, I guess. I think, okay, wait, actually, conversations. Yeah, I feel like it's also a generational thing, you know? Because like, when you, when you, when you talk about like reaching out for help and everything, right? If, if it's more than just like, talking about the topic you mm. know what I mean like if you reach out for help you have to uh, you know get get like, other people involved like your parents your, mm-hmm. your yeah so it's not just about it's not it's not because when you talk about mental health like as a topic you can distance yourself from it you know yeah like you can I, just talk about mental health yeah like, like when I you, guess like when you have to reach out for help right it's a personal thing mm-hmm. right so so yeah definitely there will be a stigma and I feel like, yeah, and, and I feel like, you know, uh, there's always, there's always people who say, oh, you know, when, when you're, like, you'll affect your job opportunity or whatever, mm-hmm. that kind of, that kind of stuff, like, like, oh, if they find out, if they find out, like, you're, you went to see counseling or you went to, you labor is like a mental case, a psych case, mm-hmm. then you'll affect your job prospects. Like. Yeah. Yeah, there's still that, there's still that, that, that thing. And also because like, like, you know, now, right, our generation, right, we may be okay with it, but like the older generations will, it might, 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 might still be more conventional. Mm-hmm. Or like they're still conservative and like they, they don't really, they're not really open to talking about these issues. Mm-hmm. So as a result, like, like, you know, when we go to the workforce, the people who are, who are in charge of us are the people older than us, not in our generation. So they may not take to, they may not be so open to like finding out that, oh, you went to see a psychiatrist or even mm. like depression in the past. Mm-hmm. Because after all, like, you know, it, it will affect uh, 
like in a sense like they are afraid that it will affect your 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 work. Mm-hmm. I think that that like the the professional side like your work your work in the future your career being affected yeah. is one of the bigger problems that that contribute to the stigma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in terms of work, there's like a productivity that's kind of affect that like the word that let's say this affects your productivity. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. because you have to go for counseling, so you're like your this is taking yeah. up time. I need to reach you for this. I need to be available for your client, and you're not available. This kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah, that's pragmatic issues. Yeah. yeah. And I guess because, like, yeah. Yeah, like I said, like generational understanding. Different mm-hmm. generations understand understand differently. Yeah, I guess if uh like let's say there was a different. There, there was a different like boss who was more understanding of this kind of issue, and things would be different yeah, as well. There is the problem, but yeah, generally like you not think that case like, Yeah, I'll assume. Like... I mean, people like to assume the worst, and like they will assume the worst. Mm. Not gonna <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I better not. I better not like raise any flags, you know. Yeah, I think yeah. let's say American bosses might be different. I'm I'm just guessing. Uh, I I don't know. Yeah, actually, we I we wouldn't know like, or rather, it's like a personal thing. It doesn't have to be like a. Oh, because your like Asian bosses don't understand like, this kind of thing. Yeah, but uh, I guess, and I like the point that you raised that there's stigma in reaching out for mental health resources. Even sorry, there's stigma for reaching out for mental health resources. Uh, even though the conversations around mental well-being might be normalized, because reaching out is a very personal thing as well. Because uh, like, yeah. you, when you talk about mental health, it you can distance yourself from it, as you mentioned. So. I guess there is stigma in reaching out for mental health resources too, because, uh, I guess there's a there's an impression that, uh, there's a only a select group of people that need to go for like counseling or need to go for therapy, or if you're medicating because of a diagnosis that you received, like that these are sensitive things I guess, or might be it might be an internalized uh, fear for myself, if I if I did ever get a diagnosis, but, uh. I suppose like the stigmatization is always there because I guess the openness around it is not there yet, I guess. Maybe in terms of like receiving judgment from people. So like there's a there's a fear. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. People will judge you like yeah. For, for... I think like there's a there's a there's a uh preconceived notion and stereotype mm-hmm. of mental health right? mm-hmm. of people struggling with mental health right that that even after like conversation happens it's still hard to shake right mm. you, you imagine so like these these things will pop into people's minds whether they want to or not mm. you can't help 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 these people like you can't help it up sometimes you know i feel and like yeah like, some people they don't want people to think of them differently so they don't want to reach out or like make it known to people, mm-hmm. right? They don't want to like, like broadcast the world. Oh, hey, I, I went to see like this so and so about my mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, yeah, because they they know that people will judge them differently. It's like how it's like how you would um. Judge someone, for their lifestyle. Yeah, I suppose so. You know, like 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 let's say. Somebody told you, oh, uh, uh, I like to go to clubs and I like to drink. Mm-hmm. Then, like, you already have a, a, a image of this person already. Yeah, like, like you make some assumptions. 
yeah, you're making assumptions and you're making like a stereotype. Like uh, this this guy's like a, a party guy. He's like very uh extroverted that kind of stuff. Like I'm sure he's like very popular, very like, very friendly. He's like social mm-hmm. kind, I know. Mm-hmm. And 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 people who don't want to portray themselves in that way will not say that they go, they like to party or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like it's like your own image of yourself that you want to protect. Yeah, you don't want to reveal certain things about yourself because you know that people will assume things about it, even though it's not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I that, I guess that's true because the, people have impressions about people who go to if let's say I say I need, I need to go for counseling sessions and there's an there's an impression that you associate with it like you as in I guess it's like a label right because like you identify yeah, yourself yeah. with a group of these people so people have preconceived notions about yeah those that group of people I guess I guess like the efforts the campaign and everything is to get rid of this like to mm-hmm. get rid of, of like the, the notion and everything and to say like oh you know everybody can everybody goes through mental health problems it's not just like those people that you still typically imagine like those very uh I want to say like like school shooter, mm. <laughs> you know like when you imagine school shooter, <laughs> you think of like the quiet kid at the back of the class. You know, it's not only those people like that. Oh yeah. Mental health. It's not it's, and then if you go through mental health, it doesn't mean that you're you're this kind of person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like y- yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess so, uh, they're trying to normalize it. Like, yeah. You know, that's exactly. And and I guess that brings me to like the the point about mental health conditions. I, I believe mental health conditions should be viewed in a similar way to physical health conditions. But I think that's difficult because uh, mental health conditions are very unique to each individual. So to one person who doesn't experience it, that like, who is very mentally well, I guess, they might not be able to empathize with people who aren't, who aren't going through it with it that well. Yeah. I guess that's why there's yeah. a, I feel that there's not enough legitimacy, like, oh, I feel that oh, your mental health condition isn't legitimate. Because like they might not be able to empathize or they go they don't go through the same experience like this. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean like like you know like sometimes mental health is also very hard to diagnose, mm-hmm. right? Because people don't know whether you actually have like a serious problem or you're just feeling sad. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like you know, like people some people people don't even know whether they have mental health problems. Let's say you're very mm-hmm. lazy. Mm-hmm. You could just be lazy, you know. People won't assume like oh you have depression. You know, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard. It's hard for people to discern also, like, right? And mm-hmm. and like people, yeah. So people just say, like, oh, you know, like, like you should just try working harder or something like that. Mm-hmm. But they they don't really know that you're like, going through mental health and stuff like that. Of course, people when people see you like that you're in pain and everything, then they won't say that. Like. Mm-hmm. They won't say that. Like, oh, you should try working harder. Yeah. And stuff like you should try. You should try like like. Like going for like taking your mind off of things. Like yeah. these kind of words, they mean well, but like they obviously don't. They come from a place like they try. They're trying to understand, but they don't. Mm. And, and and they don't. They don't actually know that you're going to help, or they can't mm-hmm. understand it. Yeah, it's different from like physical pain, where exactly. they can't understand it because they they go through physical pain, right? Yeah, so they know that. Oh, yeah, here's some helpful advice. Mm-hmm. I guess it's in terms of advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and so just mental mental is just hard. It's just harder to recognize and harder to relate to, uh, like you said. Yeah, in terms of the symptoms, right? Like, let's say if I have a fever, like other people who had a fever before would know that. Oh, okay, this is how it feels like. I guess. Or 
if you have body aches and pains, like I guess those also like people can relate because everyone goes through a similar experience for those. I guess suppose presumably I guess, or like flu and cough or sore throat. There are also physical symptoms that are exhibited, whereas for mental health is a lot more, um, hidden. So it's harder to see also I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess it's also like in terms of emotional vocabulary and being able to express the the emotional burden I guess that people with mental health conditions are experiencing like let's say you go to a doctor and you want to say that you have a sore throat so you open your mouth and the doctor shines a torchlight and then the doctor knows straight away but in terms of mental health you have to explain like or oh, uh, this is how you feel. I guess there's some kind of emotional intelligence that's really quiet. Yeah. I guess it's also very even or circumstantial. Yeah. Speaking about expression, mm-hmm. what do you think about, about, about men and mental health? Because, like, you know, like, it's been proven, I think, like that that statistically, males have a higher suicide rate than females, mm-hmm. and, and like significantly higher. Yeah. yeah, in Singapore, like in twenty twenty, right, we are males account for more than seventy percent of all suicides in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what do you think that is? Obviously, like 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 the the way I I I start off is like just because of expression, like like males have difficulty expressing themselves. Mm-hmm. But yeah, why, why, why do you think that males have a higher suicide rate? Yeah, I think, I think it's like a practice kind of thing. It might be that, it might be that males don't know how to, uh, maybe it's speaking from my own experience. Like let's say in JC when I was very stressed, like I didn't know how to get better. I didn't know what avenues were available to me to get better. And when those avenues aren't open to you or when you don't see those options, like healthy options, and healthy coping mechanisms, then you will end up going towards like a the unhealthy coping mechanisms kind of path. I guess that's why they will end up um like choosing suicide or choosing self-harm or those kind of unhealthy coping expressions rather than the manageable like the healthy ones. So I guess it's like a being able to know what what you can do rather than it's not so say why, giving why would why would uh like women know better than men. I think that's a good that's a good question. I didn't think about it. I guess it's just an assumption. I guess I from speaking from my experience, I felt that I didn't know many good ways of getting out of this or getting out of a bad mental place. In front that's not like specific to you because of your gender, right? It's not because I, of your of your Yeah, I guess not. Uh. Yeah, there has to be like a reason, I guess. Like is it like a as in, I don't want to go to like a very general, oh, because uh, men feel like they have to appear strong, so they don't. Although, that's definitely... You, def- you don't think that's the case? I think that's true. Uh, but I feel that there should be more behind that. As in, are we, there's some point that I'm missing. Or I don't know the underlying... As in, what's the reason okay. for that? I guess. What, what do you think is the most obvious? Like, like, like you're saying that men have to be strong, right? Yeah, I guess it's an impression. Or maybe it's an internalized impression. Maybe that, that makes more sense. Like, it's a... Like, I take it, like men take it upon themselves to internalize that they have to be strong. I guess. You don't think society puts that pressure on men, also? 
No, so I'm saying that society does put that pressure on men, but also after men internalize men that, uh, after men internalize that, then because they believe it as well, then that makes it mm-hmm. so much worse, I guess. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. I, I feel like, like, it's quite, it's true like, that, that generally, especially in, in, in Singapore, there's, uh, there's this perception that men have to be strong. Mm-hmm. That men, 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 need, men cannot show any weakness. I think generally in, in other societies as well, but like I'm just talking from Singapore, like, like from a Singapore's perspective, mm-hmm. Asian country, mm-hmm. uh, you know, men have to be strong, men have to be reliable, uh, men cannot show weakness. Emotion mm. is not, not really uh, something that men should show openly. Mm-hmm. I feel like that, that kind of harms uh, men's. Uh, willingness you know like it harms their perception of themselves in that when they show weakness and they show vulnerability it makes them feel less of a man so they mm. they they feel like i know okay i cannot show i can't talk about anyone i can't about i can't talk about this to anyone mm-hmm. right do you talk about about your 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 feelings with your your guy friends not really do you talk about them with, with like your 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 or in general, do you even talk about Actually, yeah, I guess, I, I guess that's the <laughs> that's a good question. And I, I, not really, I think. I will only talk about them if there was a very dire circumstance, I guess. That I feel that I, like I'm feeling very, very, very overwhelmed. But yeah. if, there was, if that was not the case, I don't think I'll open up about it generally. Like, so I guess for myself, conversations around my mental health is not normalized yet. Because I think, uh, I suppose I... There's some kind of internal internalized stigma, I guess, for me, that. Uh, so so why 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 what's the what's the what's the internalized like fear that you have? Um, I wish that there was a general impression that let's say you don't have to be sick or broken or to go counseling, like everyone can go to counseling and that's a normal thing that for everyone to do. So I wish that that was the case. So I guess that's the so, stigma. So you're you're afraid that people view you as like sick. Or- yeah, I guess that's that's the kind of. Um, or I've heard like the metaphor that like, let's say I'm, I'm not medicating for any diagnosis, but I heard that if for the people who are on medication for mental health diagnosis, like there's a impression that, oh, you're using crutches to get by kind of thing that like you're like, it's like a, you're not normal kind of thing. It's a, like you, there's some kind of admission that you're, that you have yet you're like very, very like, there's some, some kind of weakness, I guess. Mm. Yeah, so I guess those aren't very positive impressions to associate yourself with. So if I was medicating, for example, for mental health illness, then I'll be worried about having people associate me with needing crutches to get by, for example, for my mental health. I guess that's the stigma, yeah. Do you think that uh, women have more... um, more willingness to talk about their feelings. Like they are, they are more open. Mm, actually, just before that, I, I was going to challenge my own assumption that like, oh, so that means like, if there's like a, not say like a, if, if women were to reach out for it, and then I guess there's a impression or, it's also not a good impression to think that, oh, then w- women can, can like behave differently from men also, right? Like because women can also, Similarly, have have similar sort of struggles, I guess. 
yeah but that but there has to be a reason why males males kill themselves more than women right mm-hmm. in singapore so, yeah maybe it's like, it is specific to suicide i guess yeah yeah it is specific to suicide mm. what do you mean as in like yeah, let's yeah, say in- the the depression prevalence between males and females are quite balanced the the bipolar disorder prevalence is also similar but somehow only suicide is disproportionately higher in men but isn't it a, a like um isn't it because like men yeah i guess i guess you could say like even if wait let me just search like statistics on yeah actually i don't know about it i i just give an example but i don't know whether the prevalence of those this so. i think yeah. that i think that uh more more guys Or is it not? I, I'm just not sure, to be honest. Oh, apparently there is uh, evidence that depression is twice as common in women than in men. Mm. In, well, in some source that I'm reading now. But bipolar disorders are perceived as equally affecting both men and women. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, so, mm. so it kind of shows that despite women having more chances to be depressed like men kill themselves more yeah so it's like, an, it's like men fall men fall down harder down the, the path like, of, of like depression or let's say let's say mm. yeah, mental health problems they yeah. don't really like and they end up killing themselves more oh actually i want to say that maybe we are looking at the wrong statistic because by looking at these statistics these are also like diagnosed cases of depression Whereas maybe there might be a lot of there might be a prevalence of undiagnosed mental illness in men that we just don't know about. So. Yeah. Maybe like there's like men men are unlikely to like talk about emotions. Yeah. So or get a diagnosis. Like, or get right? Yeah. That's just Yeah, I think that that might account for it. Okay. Mm. Yeah, so so the, the issue still stands so like why 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 do men feel like they need to like why why why, why do men kill like kill themselves more than women? Mm-hmm. I want to say like also I, I don't know why I didn't say like the obvious like, I haven't mentioned this but like it seems that there's obvious like an ego thing or like a pride thing that like seek help yeah that, as in I don't I refuse to seek help because I'm I'm quite prideful I guess like I, I don't want to to label myself as being mentally ill so because of that I don't want to consult any doctor on it or I, I want to recover from this by myself rather than seeking external help. But uh, when this pressure gets too much, then I guess I resort to committing suicide because um, that's like a like the only way out that men see, I guess. Yeah. Also, I must correct myself. Um, nowadays, it's like less appro- appropriate to say commit suicide because suicide is decriminalized. Oh, it's in the word commit? Yeah. I'd say there are some people who are who are against it, so I just want to disclaimer. I put that on the disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but so wait, how would you say say then? Not not not, not that you mentioned that commit suicide it seems like a very natural thing to say. Oh yeah, it's what, so what, it's what, very natural. It's it's almost too natural, right? Yeah. Perform suicide. What, what? Um, oh um oh um should, should I put up the article? Uh, how, how do you how do you pronounce how, how do you like say attempt attempted to kill themselves 
that's 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 also bad, right? That, that attempted sounds like a sounds like a legal word as well, right? Uh, uh, the one the CNA article I'm reading, uh, suggests uh taking their own lives, I guess. Taking their own lives. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Mm. Sure. Yeah. So, I guess. Okay, we can work on that. I can go search <laughs> up on that a bit more. But uh, since we're on the topic, uh, I'm reading the CNA article about attempted suicide being decriminalized on 1st of June in 2020. Sorry, sorry, wait. Uh, I'm not sure if you want to move on so it's just yet from the men. Um, if we you can wanna... get back to it. But... Yeah, we can get yeah, back to it. Yeah. Okay. Something. yeah, I was I was saying that I'm reading the CNA commentary about the decriminalization of suicide in 1st of June 2020. And uh, this commentary suggests that it is a move that is a welcome that is welcome because we recognize that suicide is a cry for help rather than treating it as a crime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least a good thing. At least a mm-hmm. good move. Because yeah, you don't want to like seek help and then after that be accused of, of a crime mm. which will prevent people from seeking help. Like. Yeah. Yes, I think let's say for suicide, uh, I think in actually in a lot of cases, I hope that more people will see that, uh, people's actions are more driven because of circumstances. So, the people who actually did choose to take their own lives or attempt suicide, I guess, um, those were as in they didn't think about the crime, I guess, when they were doing it, they were thinking about how like their circumstances like brought them to it. So. They were almost a victim of the circumstances. Okay, yeah. I guess that that makes sense why they should decriminalize suicide. So because like they should we should recognize that and people need help, I guess, rather than prison time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also like like it's to prevent you know, like at first they like decriminalize criminalize suicide because they want to deter people from committing yeah, suicide. It's a deterrent. Because yeah. if, if they fail, then they will go to jail. But then that just makes people more determined to succeed in mm, yeah. killing themselves because they don't want to go to jail, right? And it also makes it harder for people to reach out if they have mm-hmm. attempted it before. Because yeah. yeah, that means like they're basically confessing to committing a crime, which is people don't want to, people don't want to yeah, so it's just part of normalizing like seeking mm-hmm. help. Which I think is good because there's really enough barriers as it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, getting getting back to men, I just want to finish the the, the, I just want to finish the the, the point. Huh? That, the, yeah, I think it's because men are unencouraged to be as emotional as uh, as as other people as other as like women. So, mm-hmm. I me mean, like yeah, like, like when I ask you like who do you talk who do you talk about your feelings to you do you say no one. Yeah, hardly. Like, more or less the same. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like 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 females and like girls like they have, they're more open to talk about their feelings. They like they have like they're more expressive of their emotions than men are. Mm-hmm. It's not saying that men 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 don't. It's just that men don't have any avenue mm-hmm. or as much avenue as, as women do, mm-hmm. which leads to them to to yeah feel more trapped. I mean, like, without these social support systems, like it's quite hard to, to. Yeah, it's quite hard to find a way out. So, yeah, men just do trap. So, 
they they end up end up yeah but I don't know yeah I guess it's true when you mentioned that I actually it's like a more recent thing that I realized for myself also I guess this is quite personal also but it's like a I'm not very aware of my own emotions until more recently yeah because I was reading about how to improve emotional intelligence and one of them is to have a a wider lexicon of emotional vocabulary I guess so like being able to express yourself and specify your emotions helps with that I guess so even though I'm not talking about it with many people or like in general I, I guess like journaling helps and talking about it with myself helps yeah mm-hmm. anyway also back to the committed suicide uh, in, there are some words that we should try to avoid according to this article so we should avoid committed suicide successful attempt unsuccessful attempt suicide ideator or attempter if you say completed suicide that's bad too uh <laughs> if you say like suicide is manipulative uh cry for help like these are not very good to say uh this say again why is it not good to say that it's a cry for help uh as in in the context of saying it's a, like a manipulative cry for help Oh. Yeah, uh, you should say instead uh, they died of suicide. Uh, it's a suicide death, death, sorry, or suicide attempt. Uh, instead of saying suicide ideator, you should say person living with suicidal thoughts or behavior. Uh, yeah, and instead of dealing with suicidal crisis, we should say like working with the problem, I guess. Like, because I guess there's, uh, this article is, it goes on about how the their language reflects our attitudes towards suicide. So committed is for a crime or sin. I do guess. Think, do you think that, that it reflects attitude when you say commit suicide? Mm, I didn't think about it that way, but I thought about yeah. it more as a phrase that I just said. Like there was yeah. together, like I just conjugate together. But um but I guess it's but you... as in I would say that saying a diet of suicide is better than committed suicide because it's a it reflects a shift in our thinking, I guess. But your thinking was never was never. Yeah, it was. It was never really about the yeah, crime. So how is it, how is that shift? It's a shift because I guess it's intentionally recognizing that that. Uh, but you but you never yeah. but you never like yeah I never associated like, it with a, yeah. yeah with a crime right yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So maybe it doesn't. So you are changing your way the way you speak to to fit with the with how society. Like, yeah, how yeah shapes like, like how it's being shaped nowadays, right? Yeah, not because Isn't I. That bad? Um, if you not... think about it on mental health, like if you bring it back to mental health, right? Like you see, mm-hmm. like like these these kind of things, like like society thinks that you should behave in a certain way, and so mm-hmm. you uh, you fit yourself to fit to to do to do certain things because certain certain behavior is considered wrong. Yeah, yeah. So as you're saying this, also in, like I'm saying, I'm viewing this in terms of the let's say men should be strong and shouldn't shouldn't have to cry or express their emotions or talk about it. Like so, that's a society. That's what society like prescribes. Mental right? health as well. Like yeah, like, that's it. They, like just 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 from this like exercise that like you know, people are saying that the word commit suicide isn't the right way to talk. But mm-hmm. you never feel you never you never had an intention like they're saying that commit suicide reflects the fact that you think that suicide is a sin or a crime yeah but the fact is that that you never you never considered the word like that phrase used in that manner right yeah i didn't like in any any like like crime or anything it's just, yeah. just a phrase that that yeah. used to convey the, some meaning yeah it's a it's a right. verb and then it's a noun so it's like yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I guess so, it's a, uh, so it's, it's quite it's quite strange i feel like 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 yeah 
you know how 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 we how we we try to fit into into certain modes that society mm-hmm. like tells us mm-hmm. like just just this random article tells us oh this word is bad so you shouldn't use this word mm-hmm. and then and then before that we were saying like oh we should expand our vocabulary of mental health and how to properly communicate but then we can't use these words and we can't use that with those words and we have to say it in this exact phrase instead you, mm. you see where i'm coming from yeah there, there are some that are good i guess because um this article i guess, I guess so but yeah. like, but like we can't we can't say that we have to improve our mental health vocabulary and then at the same time say that that these oh, and then the conform to this kind of, yeah, cannot yeah. use yeah, yeah right some people who are struggling with mental health right or let's say struggling to talk with somebody about mental health mm-hmm. Limiting their, their vocabulary because of or some of, of because somebody else deems the word commit as a as a as a, a bad, bad word. word yeah, as a bad word. It's, it's <laughs> not helping the situation. No, it is not. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's my opinion. I, mm. I don't like like I don't think that anybody or like most people who say the word commit suicide right mean it in a in a way that that is harmful or yeah. anything. And I'm not sure whether people who are who are like th- thinking of committing suicide or like thinking of like like suicide like the, the idea of suicide right will mm-hmm. will, will, will feel that. I don't know, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Were, were they here commit suicide and then think, oh, I can't talk about suicide anymore. Like, mm. I don't know. I feel like, like, commit, the word commit suicide is like so ingrained in our society. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, like, it, it doesn't have that meaning of like, this is a crime. You know what mm. I mean? I never thought of it that way. Like, yeah. I don't know if, if people in general think of it that way. Mm-hmm. I I just never been a fan of 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 limiting our our like phrases or like changing the way we speak just because someone else tells us to. Mm, I guess there are some I, for this one. I guess there's not much of a difference, but for the other cases that this article raises, I guess I guess there are some valid there's some validity to it because uh, mm-hmm. there are some people who use suicide to read as a noun to describe a person, so suicide as in the suicide was weeped viewed into the morgue is considered dehumanizing and reductionist whereas they want to oh, say something like the name is they, they refer to the person as the suicide yeah the suicide or like they refer to people by their mental illness like they are depressed or they are bipolar they were trying to say that you don't define the person by the like mental illness rather you define them by like as a person who has mental illness like this. Their, their point is to put people first so they say oh they a person with suffering from bipolar disorder, but rather than they are bipolar, I guess in this case, I I would be keen to, um, if I do if I do speak like that, I guess I would be keen to restructure my language around that so that we recognize like people better. But for commit suicide, I guess I don't, I don't think of it that way. I mean, to be honest, like anything, anything. Whenever I come across like like things that tell me to like change my language for for certain reasons, I always think like, why am I doing it? Mm-hmm. Like, because like if I would say he's happy, am I am I wrong to say that? He's I, I, happy? Should I say he's a happy he, person? He's a happy person. Yeah, it's yeah. like you know, I guess because it's a positive thing, so it's okay. Yeah, so it's okay. But I don't but know. Yeah, isn't that just isn't that not putting his person first? Like like the article. Yeah, his, his person. Like, yeah. like, I always I always like to like think more about this. Right? Mm-hmm. Like why okay. why why is yeah I don't know. Uh, is, is this is interesting in terms of the is it a, is, it a, uh, is it really necessary mm. <laughs> that's, that's my that's my, my idea it's like if if language is is meant to convey a meaning right and saying that he's happy and he's a happy person virtually have the same meaning 
mm-hmm. right? If you don't think too much about it, he's happy. He's a happy person. He's a he's sad. He's a sad person. He's depressed. Mm. He's a depressed person. Yeah. Oh, 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 wait, sorry. He's a person who. He's a depression. person with depression. <laughs> he's a person who has depression. Yeah, he's a person with depression. Yeah. He's a depressed person. He's I, a, I don't know, man. Yeah. It kind of sounds the same to me. Oh, I, I guess the, isn't this applies to other categories as well, right? Mm. Like um, I mean, the, I guess I guess I can understand how 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 the tone would would sound a bit different. I mean, like when you say he's a depressed person, oh, so he's a person who's depressed. Mm-hmm. It sounds more. Um, I don't know. I don't know how it sounds. He's a person. He, he's depressed. He's depressed. He's sounds a bit harsher. Yeah, it does sound a bit harsher. Right. Yeah. A person who's depressed, it sounds it sounds more like clinical, very yeah, I guess. Very mm-hmm. uh like like there's certain there's certain like distance. Yeah, or like formality, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds more formal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've heard this about um autism or deafness as well, or other disabilities. Or uh this kind of like did I said nowadays they want to say disabilities, right? They want to say like differently able people. Yeah, so like I, instead I, of saying I'm autistic not, people, not you sure say that. people with autism. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. Again, I'm, I'm not too sure about it. I know. I know this is like derailing from the whole. Thing, oh yeah. yeah sorry. Like, we're getting out of like, point. Yeah. Yeah. But like, there's there's a case to be made. Like, how language can affect someone's, uh, mental, like how how someone's language like can affect someone's mental state. Mm-hmm. You know, you call someone fat. Mm-hmm. Is that that's not allowed nowadays, right? No, not not really. That's that's not allowed, right? You call no. someone, but then it's okay to call someone short. Oh yeah, it's just, it's just something that we haven't worked towards yet. Why why can't why can't we say why can't we say someone is autistic? You you, you want to say, say the he's, person with autism? He's a person with autism. He's a person with autism. Yeah. Yeah, I mean like yeah, there's a lot of things I don't get like like mm. about how how language, how people put how people like to twist language, because like. Like disabled people, they are disabled. Mm-hmm. If you say they are differently able, then everybody is dis- uh, differently able. As differently able, you cannot do something that I can do. I cannot do something that you can do. Yeah. So we are differently able. Uh, yeah. So as in, it doesn't. It's not a helpful. As in, yeah, since if language is here to specify things, it's not specifying what what is going on. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Next thing. Next thing we know, we can't say that someone is. Someone is tall, or short. They are, <laughs> they are, they are vertically different. Like, uh, like their height, they are, they are, yeah, it's, it doesn't mm, make sense. Yeah. Vertically challenged, mentally yeah. challenged. Yeah. Someone is gravitationally advantaged, <laughs> gravitationally disadvantaged. <laughs> are we going to like say that now? Like, what no. does that even mean? You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah, I guess it's the intention when you say something, right? Yeah. I mean, if, as in, you... like, why can't we just say that? People who are like this are like this. Mm-hmm. Instead of putting so much power into words, when actually they don't mean that much in certain scenarios. Yeah, you know? I think people don't usually say like autistic people with a with an intention to demean like people with autism. Yeah, like they I just mean, say it because it's a descriptor. Do, yeah. Yeah, like, but it's also a descriptor. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, if someone who is autistic tells me that they prefer to be called um, a person with autism, with, yeah, no, or someone like they prefer to be called mentally, uh, I don't know, 
mentally challenged. It's not that, that, that doesn't sound any better. Yeah, that doesn't sound better. Yeah, but like yeah, so someone who who's, who has autism tells me that he wants to be referred to in a different way. Okay, I'll respect his his mm-hmm. wishes. Yep. Yeah, but like I'm not gonna change my vocabulary for everybody just because mm-hmm. of that. You know. Yeah, especially if you don't because, mean it in a in a bad yeah, way. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Like, like okay, like, if it's offending, if it's offensive to you, then okay, I'll I'll, I'll change it. Like, cause you yeah. asked me to, right? Yeah. But I'm not gonna change it for everybody, cause I I don't think that everybody might be offended to it. Yeah. Change my whole vocabulary. Yeah. And you didn't mean to offend anybody or so. Yeah, exactly. Because you, you you didn't have mean intentions. That's okay. Yeah, okay. Which is why like like I always like I cringe a bit like whenever I see those advertisements for like differently, like when they say don't call disabled people disabled, call them yeah. differently. Differently able. <laughs> yeah. Because like 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 when I think about differently able, it's like everybody is differently able. Mm-hmm. What what do you mean when you say differently able? Next time when yeah. you tell tell me like, oh that person is differently able, then I was like, like so what? So so like what 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 can you do? Like, oh. like I'm also differently able. I, I'm also. I can't do like what, what you do. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're referring to. In fact, it gets I, to the point where yeah. language doesn't have meaning anymore. Yeah. I, I was gonna say. In fact, I read an uh, I read a post about how this guy doesn't want to be called differently able. He wants to be called disabled, because he wants to call it like it actually is. Yeah. Yeah. So. It seems like there is nothing wrong with it, right? Yeah. The fact the fact that the the fact that you say that it's wrong to say someone is disabled is really like feeding into the idea that oh like we have to cater our vocabulary because yeah. this person is sensitive yeah. mm-hmm. because he is says something wrong with him. You know what you're trying to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh there's some assumptions yeah. that are made, right? So and yeah, actually yeah. no, we are no like, such we are like trying to make things better for them but like but it's because we, we think that there's something wrong. Whereas like mm. whereas like if you didn't think that way then it'd be totally okay to call someone disabled. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so the same thing for mental health is like it's like we like to dance around the issue and everything but do you think that, that 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 sort of like feeds into the idea that mental health is something to be that's something people cannot cannot say, can't talk in, about? In terms of the language being difficult to cater to, is it? Yeah. As in like because people 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 are saying that oh you have to use words like someone with autism or like like you can't say the word like uh you have to say like mentally challenged or mentally uh different or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's like you're using different vocabulary now. So it's like people are people are like it sort of like feeds into people's subconscious and say that oh, okay, people with mental health issues are different from us. Yeah, with I, mental health I, issues I guess cannot cannot be referred to in a certain way because it hurts them. We're sort of like like yeah. belittling them and like we're we're putting them in this like like box. Yeah, this is like cannot touch. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be the case, right? Yeah, it, sh- it shouldn't be the case because like we should think of everyone as having some challenges here and there. I guess. So as in, you don't want to have a kind of like a separation between, as in, I, I would think of mental health wellness as a, like a spectrum, I guess. Instead of yeah. like, oh, there's a, oh, there's this group of people that like, uh, that, are, that need extra help and that kind of thing versus like, there's this other group that doesn't need extra help. Yeah. 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 So I, I guess the language is not helping in terms of that because it's, it's sending them the message that uh that there's that there's some kind of separation right i guess between like yep. uh, neurotypicals and diversions mm. <laughs> yeah but this is my opinion like mm. in on the language and on language and mental, yeah. different opinions they will say that i don't know whether you have a different opinion whether do you think that you know the language we use in mental health nowadays like help help to make it more normalized make it easier to say i don't know I think it makes it harder. That's my that's my stance. Like, mm-hmm. like if we if we Yeah. It's like 
if we already find it so difficult to talk about mental health as is, right? Why do we have to? Why why do we have to limit our vocabulary? Hmm. You know, and say like and structure our phrases in certain ways so that we can get certain points across. Hmm. It's sort of like we are tiptoeing around the issue, but we when in the first place, right? Like it's not not enough of us are getting to the issue. Yeah, to the issue in the first place, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah I guess like, that's a, that's a fair point. We can't even talk about us. We like because people will not even open to talk about suicide. Now we can't even say terms like commit suicide. We have to say, um, die of suicide. Died of suicide or yeah. like what he he is, I don't know. Yeah, that's 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 my 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 pet peeve, my mm. rant mm. about about why, like people say one thing then they they do things that that, you know, mean another thing. Yeah, that's I guess I guess it's a it's an isolating thing, right? Mm. Yeah, isn't it's separating people from. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess no. I agree with you when you say that. Like, if let's say there was a person that I knew someone who wanted to be addressed differently, then I would. Then I would. I guess, or I would speak to them in the way that they prefer to be spoken to. But in general, I I don't really mean any harm when I speak when I say commit suicide or when I use such terms. I guess so. Since there's, I don't mean any offense. Like, no offense should be taken in general. I guess. I mean, like, people can take offense. I I mean, like you can say someone. Let's say someone who who is disabled. Yeah. And then they say, "Oh, I I I'm offended that you call me disabled." I guess you, you say yeah. something else. Then out of respect for him, yeah, like, I would change my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. I would. It's too. only out of respect for this person. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I have the choice in my in in the end. Like, if I didn't if I didn't respect his 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 wishes, like, I could just keep calling him disabled. Yeah. But it's because it, I respect this person, so mm-hmm. I, would, I would I would. Accommodate, yeah, for him, yeah. It's out of my choice, lah. Yeah, mm. I don't think that people should change their language if they don't want to, mm. right? And especially if they didn't mean to 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 offend anybody in the first place, because it mm-hmm. just makes things harder. Yeah, like, if you want to talk about talk about suicide, talk about mental health, yeah. I can't say depressed now. I can't say I can't say anything. I have to say, oh, this person suffers. Yeah, I can't say that he suffers from major depression. depression yeah. disorder. he's working with major depressive disorder. Yeah, he's working through it. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, the language it becomes too distant, you no. Know? Yeah. You don't you don't really say it how it is. You're putting like filters. Mm, and I think it, that, that that's just detrimental to to normalizing it. Yeah, and it's bad for even just speaking about it because now you're yeah, you don't know what to say. And some words are wrong, some words are right. Uh yeah. and you for a topic to that you, yourself. Yeah. Yeah, for a topic that people don't really talk about already so openly, it's it's making it harder for people to talk about it. If we yeah. if we have to force ourselves to a certain language, I guess. So I guess right now, since we are not talking about it that much or so, uh, I guess it's still like a very um fuzzy thing, I guess, that people don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's it's a similar point to how physical health and mental health are different. Because like physical health, like people know how to describe it or so, or there's more experience with dealing with it. Yeah, whereas mental health is very complex or uh, elusive um and difficult to define i guess yeah uh, yeah so you don't say you don't say this person <laughs> you don't say okay i mean it's okay, hard, hard to think of, of an analogy but yeah you don't say this person is is working is is working through his pain just say he, he's in pain right uh, but i guess it's different i mean like someone someone who you don't call someone who has has cancer cancer cancerous yeah you you wouldn't say right you, no, yeah, say you, that, wouldn't right? Say that. you wouldn't say that 
Mm. Yeah, but again, it's, it's a language thing, like as in we cannot apply apply it differently because someone who's cancerous is a bit different meaning than someone who's depressed. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's a bit different. Someone who has cancer, I think they're trying. I think like that language that you they mentioned about about things is them trying to apply like physical physical like like illnesses and everything like the way that we describe them onto like mental health because we try to make mm-hmm. it similar, right? In a sense, what do you think that? Yeah, we I think we try to make it similar so that, but I guess it's difficult to do so also. Because we, because like like you said like we don't have any vocabulary to describe our our mental health mm-hmm. that, that effectively. So we, so like 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 you said like if we if we feel that we should make mental illnesses like treated on the same level as physical illness, then we should use the same vocabulary. Yeah, but I feel like it's very different. Yeah, a cancer it, patient, a depressed patient, both there's a different there's a different like like connotation. To yeah, there's a different connotation. The yeah, different is yeah, so I do think it's yeah, yeah, and I suppose for physical health conditions, there are a lot of scientific metrics also that are used already. Let's say like oh, your body temperature is as such, your your blood blood oxygen levels as such, like this kind of metrics that they use already to. Like, don't say you are a person who has thirty who are, who has a fever of thirty seven degrees. You just say you have a fever. Yeah, yeah. Or, or your 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 temperature is this. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah. yeah, so I guess that's the, on the language of mental health, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Um. I think we're going to take a pause here for the part one of this episode. And we'll carry on with this discussion in another episode. In the following week, this episode has gone on for quite a while. And we don't want to make it through texting. And since it's a pretty heavy topic also, I guess it makes sense to break it up to smaller parts. Yeah. So uh, thanks for listening to this part. And the next part will be up in the next week. Thanks for listening and uh, see you next week. Bye. Bye.